Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Nathan. And we're both licensed professional counselors in Oregon, here to bridge the gap between therapists and clients. We are your companions on your journey to build your healthcare practice, yourself, and your relationships. To get you started, we've created a free email course on our website. Head over to shrinkthink.com forward slash podcast, where we've got practical steps on overcoming fear and anxiety. Thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Shrink Think Podcast. We are excited to be here with you today talking about this is going to be like a really positive episode because we're going to be talking about what do you do when everything seems to be going well in your life? And you're like, what am I going to do in therapy today? What are we going to talk about? There's nothing to talk about. Everything's great. I've been feeling better. Things are going better. There aren't any problems. I'm like, I talked about all the things like, okay, I think we're done here or something like that. You know, I think everybody kind of comes to a point, at, at least as a therapist, I hear this from a lot of people where people get to the point where they're feeling good. And it's like, I don't even know what to do now. Like, did we achieve our goals? Are we done with therapy? Like, what happens next? So that is going to be the subject for this episode. It'll be an interesting one. I think it might not be what you expect. So stay tuned. But before we jump in, we would love for you to head on over to all of the all of the stores, the podcast stores, the Apple podcast store, uh, Spotify, Google, Best Buy, Walgreens. Um, <laughs> I love reviews. I love them. Yeah, wh- love wherever me, you're going, me. just ask for the Shrink Think podcast if they've never heard about it. Tell them about it. <laughs> Spend all the time. <laughs> yes. In fact, pull out your phone and even start playing an episode. For the guy at Best Buy to explain what the Shrinking Podcast is, have him also pull out his phone and leave a review because we would love to spread the word, tell people about what they're, what we're doing and how they can benefit from what we're talking about. So thank you for being a loyal listener, for giving us that feedback, supporting us and passing on the word. So, Nathan, why don't you jump on in? And I'm assuming you've had some of those same experiences, too, where somebody comes in and it's kind of like. Hey, how's it going? Oh, good. You know, we do all the small talk stuff, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, okay, I don't really, I didn't really bring anything. I don't have anything to talk about today. Everything's going pretty well. Like, what are we going to do? Well, that is what assumption does, Aaron. What does assumption do? Makes an eh out of you. And that never happens to me. I've never had that before. <laughs> you're always finding, no, no, you've got some problems. We'll find them somewhere. Oh, here's one. Oh, look, my little pickaxe that's finding problems. I've got it right here. Okay, let me just say, side note, it does sometimes feel like that. I, I think, at least to me, sometimes I'm like, I, I fully understand that we're like unpacking this and that we're looking at the slice of your life that's not going well, or if it's a relationship. We're talking about the side of a person that's not going well, because some people will actually say like, and it's not all bad. You know, this person does have some good qualities or whatever. It's like, I know, I know. But our job is to like, look at the bad. You know? <laughs> so it does feel like we have a pick. We're like mining. Maybe we can turn this into like cryptocurrency somehow. We'll be like <laughs> cryptotherapy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. That sounds like. Sort of evil, criminal, but also sort of cool. Cryptotherapy. Okay. Sort of like evil spiritual in a way. Anyway, (laughs) back on track. So one of the first things I think about when somebody says that is kind of more self-evaluative, like in my own self, I'll think, 
do I, am, are we on the same page? Like, what am I think? What do I think is supposed to be? A, like, is this a surprise to me as a therapist that they're saying this? Because one of the things that can happen is through the process, us therapists will be thinking of all these things that probably would be helpful to change or be different in order for the person to get their goal, right? Sometimes what happens is, is a person gets to where they feel what they feel like they want to feel. Um, and they kind of are experiencing that and they're like, okay, well, I feel like, I feel like I'm done. <laughs> You've achieved it. I feel that feeling. Great. Ding, right. ding, ding. <laughs> I haven't felt this before ever, you know, or whatever. And so that's one piece of it. We can expand on that more later. Another piece is that it may be that you've got into a routine where you're just talking about life stuff that's going on every week. That could be happening where, because there's so much going on all the time that they have a, a week or two or like, there's nothing. And they're like, sweet, bro. <laughs> right. Like I am out of that mail storm. Is it like what you're saying is kind of like when you achieve zero in your email inbox, you're like, I did it. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> I've achieved my job. I no longer need you as an assistant for life. <laughs> right. I can do these emails on my own. Um, yeah. So, and that can be because there's so much chaos and the person's coming in. And, and really as a therapist, we use that a lot of times. Uh, well, sometimes it's just because you have to help them help organize what's coming in, but we will also use that as examples of how to change something that's bigger. So, you know, somebody, um, we used the anger thing before I'd love to pick something else, but anger, let's say they've been working on it and what's going on in their regular life is they, there's all the, they come in and, you know, you're talking about these different situations that the person's been in. How did you handle it that time? How'd you handle it this time? And then there's, you know, uh, a couple sessions where the person feels more okay. What ends up happening is, is they just haven't had an experience and they probably are handling things better. And so they go like, well, I'm done because, uh, I haven't had this happen this week or I haven't had this happen, whatever. And they feel like maybe they did kill it at that point, you know, or whatever's going on. So I look at myself and the other thing that I would say, where one of these things that we're going to give for solutions is at the end of the day, it's going to be, I'm going to tell you younger or seasoned therapists as a reminder, just go back to the goals. What are we talking about? Like, what do you mean? Like what, based on what we wanted to do, do you feel the boxes checked and how did you know that it was checked? Yeah, that's a great one. And I would say just in general, that's the kind of thing that is good to always reevaluate and when I do trainings for uh, clinicians or if I'm doing supervision, I will talk with them regularly about like keeping those goals kind of in front of you at all times. I, I think there's to me, I'm not as formalized as like, well, let's look at your chart at the beginning of each session and like, OK, here's where you're at and here's where we're going. It's like I can hold that in my mind pretty easily and look for that that thread that it runs through every session or whatever. Um, but if you need to do that, that's totally fine. Um but it's important, I think, to keep those goals in front of you so that it's like today we might be talking about A. Next week, we're talking about G. The week after that, we're talking about W. And they're all like these random letters, but we're all moving towards the same goal. Right. And so it's how are A and G and W moving toward those goals. So if we're keeping those goals in front of us and asking, OK, this is what was this is what you came in with, the, the symptoms and the problems you were having. And here are the goals that you have. Where are we at with that? And along with that, it's not just like, oh, I feel better with that. But it's also to me, I always ask, great, what did you do? What were the actions or the steps you took 
to achieve that? And can you replicate that? I know it sounds a little bit scientific, but it's really in order for the change to be sustainable, you have to know what you did and be able to replicate that over and over, over again. And that needs to be normal or routine in order for you to say, great, I'm kind of done with therapy or I've achieved this goal and I've got it. Yeah. So let's focus on the negative. Um, <laughs> Nathan's got his pickaxe again. <laughs> right. it's, you feel like you need to start whistling now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of the Price is Right. I loved that one one game where that dude runs up and then you have to guess and then he falls off the cliff. Can't remember what the heck it was called. But there's a lot of listeners that know what I'm talking about. And a lot that don't. <laughs> <laughs> no freaking way that's true. Um, one of the things that could be happening that you need to be mindful of is avoidance. So sometimes there's a, there's a deeper issue that maybe needs to be dealt with, right? And there are a lot of life issues that are going on. So you get used to these life issues and you, meaning like you're coming in every week, you're dealing with these life issues and the life issues itself kind of have waned, right? And so you're like, sweet, this is good. You kind of don't want to be in therapy because you may not know how much you're avoiding a bigger topic. And the therapist, uh, you therapist might be colluding a little bit because you feel the anxiety of what's going on with the client and you don't necessarily want to push the beast because you don't really know why it is they're avoiding. And you might not even be aware that you also are colluding. So it's an interesting dynamic to go ahead and walk into and just take it like, okay, well, let's look at this, you know? And, and that's one question I would ask. Is there, is there anything that we are actually maybe avoiding. Yeah. And we talked about this on a previous episode where we talked about like resistance, you know, sometimes when you go to therapy, you can notice that you have some resistance to, to what we're talking about or to change or whatever. And if you're a therapist or if you're a client listening, you can pay attention to that resistance and you don't necessarily need to be afraid of it. In fact, we shouldn't be afraid of it, but we need to look at it as information of like, Oh, okay, here's some resistance. What's this about? Let's explore that. Yeah. And the other, and so we're, I'm kind of popcorning around here. The, the other thing that can happen is stuff that's based honestly in personality. So I'm thinking of, um, I'm thinking of the bro ham in my mind. That's like had a tough situation. He wants to feel better. He's trying to work through some stuff because it's like, he's got this problem in his life and this problem in his life. But, and honestly, as a therapist, sometimes when somebody starts listing off stuff, like, man, like my life's just not organized, man. And I just realized that because I keep yelling. I don't know why I yell sometimes. And also like, I feel this thing, like it feels twitchy, anxiety. Yeah, I think that's called that. Somebody said I was anxious anyway. So I wanted to work on this stuff, right? So you're taking all these life situations going on. And then all this dude wants is nothing to be happening. So when he achieves nothing, <laughs> you know, like it's fine. It's like, bro, I think we're good. Well, I spend pretty decent so and and that to be honest can be a personality thing where this person is not you know i in my mind i still have them as like they're the one that can tell you every single sports like anything any kind of statistic known to mankind and you wonder like what else do you do in your life like what is, <laughs> like because for me i'm like a meaning based i need like what's the meaning of that and i know that irritates some people but you could be, as a therapist, you could be working with somebody that personality-wise, they are just looking on the surface and they're saying, yep, looks good from here. So I think we're good. Yeah. And that's a great point because I would kind of elaborate on that and say, in a lot of ways, it's sort of like when that happens, the person sometimes needs to get used to the fact that life 
is going to have these problems in it. And I know that seems kind of basic, and I don't mean it to even sound condescending at all, but I think when, for whatever the reasons may be that a person feels that way or has that perspective, getting used to the fact that like life is just hard, or maybe there, there are some things that they need to work on and change in themselves or how they cope with that or whatever, because maybe life is going to be what it is, but you need to be able to cope in a better way or have some skills or reduce your anxiety or whatever that issue may be. But that doesn't necessarily mean that the life and the world around you is going to stop or going to change. Like those things may still be there. And I think in a lot of ways, what I experience from people is that they'll say like, okay, I got through this and I fixed that and I did this thing about the other thing. But then this popped up and then this has started happening. And it's like, yeah, life is kind of like whack-a-mole. And you can't like whack all the moles until there are no moles. You just get used to the fact that like, okay, we wake up, we start brewing the coffee, we take a sip, we whack a few moles, <laughs> you know, we go make a sandwich and then we go out and whack a few moles. It's like, you just do that with one cup of your cup of coffee in one hand and your whacker in the other hand, whacking the moles of life. It's just what you do. Oh my goodness. You just kind of have to get used to it in a sense. Like I was saying, there are some personality types that really kind of naturally avoid that. I know you know what I'm talking about, folks that are probably, I, my, my curiosity, I have some curiosity about this. I would imagine that those personality types have been referred to this show. Like somebody said, dude, you need to like, listen, like, can yeah, you? Yeah, dude, I, I met these guys at this hot tub, dude, and you need to like, listen to this, like, you know, this like podcast, man, and dude, it's like good for you, dude. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So at any rate, so there's a personality component, right? There is an avoidance possibility. There is the collusion possibility, like whoops a daisy, we're <laughs> we are just kind of doing this average day life. And the other thing too could be that there are folks that just have a lot going on. It's like drama all the time, and they're you know like maybe maybe you're that person, and you're not a. You, and by the way, you know you're that person because what you tell me is like I don't do drama. There's no drama. To which I will think in my mind, this is why we're talking, is there is drama, right? <laughs> like, because you're aware of it, of a lot of those things going on. So you've got friend groups that are constantly inside each other's business, all those things going on. And as therapists, we're using that to try to help you learn to untie yourself from that. And when everybody seems to be doing fine, well, you're fine. Like, okay, we're good. You know, what, what's going on? And you may be, there's another side of this also, this going like, um, the person is like, hey, I'm doing good. And I, I have no intention of leaving therapy. I will be here for the next five years. Um, but I want to let you know, like this week, we can just talk about whatever you want. You know, that's what the client's kind of saying. Like, we got a free week. So, dude, I've always been wondering. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> my life's been great. <laughs> Let's talk about blah, blah, blah. Which, which honestly, I mean, I, I'm trying to think if I've ever actually had that exact. I um, we I have been in that situation before a couple of times, actually. And it turns into like we joke around for a little bit, but ends up circling back to like, well, what does this mean? I mean, where, where do you want to go? Does this, do you think this is sustainable? Is it not sustainable? And, and I would say typically what they will tell me is it actually, and every time it was like, I don't really, I don't really believe it. I don't think this is actually sustainable. Yeah. That's something that I hear from people also. And maybe this resonates with, with some of our listeners. Part of the reason why uh, people don't actually get to this place of there's nothing really going on, everything's going okay, 
is because when it does happen, I will hear them say, and I don't trust it. Right. It's almost like I want to get to this place where there's nothing going on. But now that it's here, it's like, when's the other shoe going to drop? <laughs> right. Because there's actually 16 shoes, not two. You, know? right, right. Right. you didn't know when you put your pants on. <laughs> you actually have 15 other legs to put through those. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we're answering the question, what happens when you come in and everything's fine now? Right. That's what it feels like. No, it's not. <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> it's probably not. And, and the reason why I would say it's not is because this is all of a sudden. You know, like the person comes in. I think we're good. Um, typically, if the therapist, you know, you're paying your therapist to work with you. If it is a shock to them of what's going on and they're tracking you, um, that would mean that it would be also a shock to your friends and family. Because they wouldn't know, they're not connecting any dots at all that's going on. You know, the other component to this, if it's a shorter term thing that's happened, let's say that you've been in, I don't know, less than seven or eight times, and this has happened, there could be some other major mental health stuff that's actually going on. Because like, you know, for example, and I'm not labeling you at all right now as you listen to this, but I'm just giving an example. If you had bipolar and... You didn't know, the therapist didn't know, nothing on in your intake totally indicated that because like you didn't know and you're not sure what, you know, you're even highlighting for symptoms um, because, because that the flavor, how you flavor your intake and symptoms is different when you have like no awareness about whatever's going on and you totally will feel fine. You will. And this is be, this could be the therapist's first experience thinking like you are not, something's off, you know? As a therapist, you might be thinking like, okay, there's no way they could all of a sudden be fine based on what they're saying. Cause they're saying like, this is just, they're just literally fine. Right. And so you could think of the bipolar component. There's other things that could be going on. So you, it makes sense to slow down, look at goals, look at avoidance, look at whether or not you, you, maybe there's a personality situation, understanding also whether or not there's maybe a, a larger mental health thing going on. Yeah. And just as we close the episode, I, I want to say like there there are a lot of reasons, a lot of things that can be going on. And I think the main thing to keep in mind is like just because everything is going well doesn't mean that it is not right. There can be a lot of things that are going right. well. And also it doesn't mean that it is doesn't mean that everything is going well. And the thing that you said that I want to just highlight was especially if it came all of a sudden, that's when, you know, it's probably not sustainable. It's not real or whatever. Um, and because usually what I will see and what people will tell me is that the changes have taken place over time and people notice like, wow, you've been really this way recently and you've been getting better at that or you're not doing this as much. That's when you know it's like real change. So that's kind of the difference between like all of a sudden I'm having a great week or whatever. Just keep that in mind. Yeah, folks, we hope that you get better no matter what's an opportunity to grow, right? Have a great day. Thanks for listening to our show. Don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course, Nine Ways to Overcome Fear and Self-Doubt. And you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening.